Welcome to the Daily Meditation Podcast. This is Mary Meckley, and I'm a meditation teacher who shares a different meditation technique every single day on the podcast, and each technique is customized around a weekly theme. Well, in today's meditation, we have a special guest with us, and this guest is Ari Mizell, and he's been on the podcast before, and many of you really enjoyed his Less Doing, More Living book, and Ari has written another book. It's a brand new book, and he's going to be sharing all about it. It's called The Art of Less Doing, One Entrepreneur's Formula for a beautiful life. And Ari is a great person to be sharing these tips and techniques because what he is best at is teaching people how to optimize, automate, and outsource literally everything in your life and business in order to be more effective. So with that, I'd like to say, hi, Ari. Welcome. Hi, Mary. It's always, always a pleasure to hear from you. Actually, it's always a pleasure to hear your voice, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, many listeners know about you. Um, but I think the interview was last year, so we have new listeners. Um, if you'd like to share just a little bit about your story and how you got started on this less doing journey. Sure. So I, and forgive my voice, I have a little bit of a chest cold. Uh, so uh, I guess after college, I started working in construction in upstate New York and <clears throat> I was doing a development there and it was a very unhealthy lifestyle and I was working my butt off like 16, 17, 18 hours a day and uh, had a lot of stress. And at 23, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is a chronic inflammatory condition that affects the digestive tract. It's considered to be incurable and it's, it's a very painful uh, illness. And I got very quickly to a point where I had been working so hard and now I was sick and weak and some days I could barely do more than an hour of work a day. So I had to figure out a completely new way of getting things done and Part of that was inventing a brand new system of productivity, which I would call less doing. And, and a lot of that is based on recognizing that stress was a large component of my illness and the, the ailments of a lot of people. So I needed a systematic way of dealing with stress while also getting more done. So less doing was born of that. And as you mentioned, I, I basically help people optimize, automate, and outsource everything in their lives and their businesses in order to be more effective. Well, I know a lot of the listeners are completely into what you're doing here, and I also want to mention that Ari is a father of four young children, and he also is very physically fit, and um, so he walks and talks what he shares, and it's not just something like, oh, what a nice concept. He truly lives this, and he's created a system and a strategy. So I'm going to leave a link, of course, as always, to all the references and resources. You'll want to check out Ari's book, The Art of Less Doing, One Entrepreneur's Formula for a Beautiful Life. So what can you tell us just a little bit? I think one of the most important parts of what you share for me was the concept of an external brain. This was a big game changer for me. And especially for people who don't necessarily feel like so comfortable with apps and technology. And this for me, creating my external brain is in Evernote. And that's what you recommended. I use a lot of, I listen to whatever you recommend and I try it out and it works so beautifully. And many of the listeners know that I struggle with a lot of tech issues. Well, I've moved past hurdles 
by um, implementing what Ari has recommended. So can you talk a little bit about the external brain? Yeah, of course. So the concept of the external brain is just, it's very simple. It's that we don't have the biological capacity to keep up with everything that's going on in our daily lives, our tech lives, the, the inputs that are coming in from thousands of places that they never were before. So we have to have a way of offloading this stuff. So at the very basic level, the external brain is note taking on steroids, basically. So even if you're not using a technology solution, the point is that people tend to judge their ideas a little bit too much before they even want to take them down in note form. Um, and that's, that's a big problem. So a lot of people have an idea and then they want to think about it and they want to, and they want to sort of like formulate it a little bit. And then the phone rings, you know, or a baby cries or the pot starts boiling, like whatever it is. Uh, and the problem is that we, because of the pace of the things that are happening in the world, you actually really need to set aside dedicated time to think about stuff uh, if you really want to do it effectively. So when you have an idea in the moment, you really need to capture that as quickly as possible. And I mean, like immediately, because otherwise it's going to be gone and you're going to really, you're, you're not going to have that uh, idea at your fingertips anymore. So if you do that with pen and paper, it's fine. Uh, I prefer tech solutions such as Evernote um, or Dropbox or depending on what form you're taking notes in. Evernote really is the best thing for taking notes because you can take notes in any form, whether it's a photo or an audio recording or a YouTube video, whatever. But the key is don't hesitate. Don't judge the idea. Just get it out of your head because you, you may have an inkling of whether or not the idea is good or bad, but you really can't possibly know if that idea will ever be relevant. Uh, we just, we don't have that kind of uh, foresight. So the external brain, that's a huge concept to help people move forward. And I like how you say, just capture the idea in the moment, because many times I think even with meditation, people will feel like everything has to be perfect. And, and so then they don't end up meditating. And I, I, felt, I felt like that, honestly. You were the one who gave me that permission, I'd say, to, to not do that. Yeah, and so I think it's important to have, you know, a meditation ritual that's a little rough around the edges, and as you're suggesting, to have your life and the way you live it, the, your ideas, and even the way you take care of your health, to have it at your fingertips to be able to access it. It doesn't have to be a certain time where everything is just perfect, because that time may not come. And if you can just do what you can do a little bit at a time, it all adds up. So I like that what you share. Can you tell me also a little bit about tracking? Because I never really was into tracking before. And um, I don't really enjoy looking at information or statistics. And so for me, the idea of tracking was kind of like, I don't know if this will work for me. But I have to say this was the game changer for me. Because if you don't really know what you're dealing with, it's really hard to improve or make changes. What are you tracking now? Well, I am actually tracking what I eat. <laughs> so I'm trying to um, eat a little bit more protein and different things. Um, I'm trying to eat more meals that are less inflammatory because I'm, I'm recovering from an injury. And so I just, you know, I'm really tracking that. And that was something that I just never would have done before, but it's been very eye-opening. And I'm, I'm tracking a couple things too. I'm also tracking where I spend my time when I'm working on my business because I find that I'm wasting a lot of time. Many people, I go down um, a rabbit hole, you know, I'm looking for some information and then something catches my eye and then, you know, I go for that and it wastes so much time. 
Yeah, well, and also those distractions are just uh, like they're exhausting on our brains. There's really not much we can do about that other than to try to avoid it. Yeah. What do you recommend um, the best way for people to track? If somebody was to just get started right now on um, less doing, what is the first thing that you would recommend that they do? So now the thing is, tracking food is great. I mean, you can track anything. That's the truth is that once, once you get into the tracking mentality, it just, and you'll appreciate this obviously from a meditation standpoint, but really what it does is it brings awareness back to what's going on in your life. Uh, and, and, and funny because I feel like in a lot of ways, the tracking actually allows me to be more present in certain situations because I, I know what's actually happening and what I'm getting out of it, what I'm doing. So whether you're tracking your sleep or your food or how many time, how much time you spend on email or the phone, which you can do with apps like rescue time. Uh, once you start to track information, even if you don't necessarily do something specific with that information, you're at least bringing that awareness back to it. And I truly believe that the antidote to stress is control. And that, mm. that, that absolutely gives you a huge a level of control over that information. Because a lot of times when people feel overwhelmed, they don't even know why they feel overwhelmed. They just, oh, I just have so many irons in the fire. Or I just have, the, it's like there's all these expressions that just make people feel busy and overwhelmed, but they don't know why. It's really true. Yeah. I think, you know, with meditation, people feel like, they don't know really what to do. And if you haven't tracked or you haven't brought this awareness to it, then like you said, you don't even know what you're dealing with. You don't even know what you're doing. People think when they sit down to meditate, they're supposed to be, you know, just suddenly instantly calm, but you actually have to do some things in order to get yourself, you know, in that kind of a state where you transition and relax your mind. So I think tracking is kind of like a transition. It allows you to kind of stop and see Know what's going on and then you can transition and make some changes with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I want to ask you too, um, what is an example of someone that might come to mind um, or even a personal example where you've been able to really apply this and see some significant results just by doing simple things in your professional life or somebody that you've worked with? Sure. So we're, we're doing, I mean, one of the things that we offer with the Lesson Virtual Assistant is we really do everything or we'll, we, we'll take on any project. So we haven't had to say no to anything yet. And that's, that's been really interesting for us, not only in terms of the services that we've offered clients, but really what we've seen that people need. Uh, one of the big ones, which you know, we're podcasting right now, is podcast production. So many people want to have a podcast and they have information to share or content to share or, or, or knowledge to share. And they just have no idea. And the truth is podcasting is a fairly easy medium to work with. You can certainly do it at a higher level than I think some, you know, you can, you can do it very basic, you can do it at a higher level, but uh, just the podcasting medium itself is, is very accessible. However, a lot of people just don't have time for the nitty gritty. And my, myself, the first time that I did the podcast, my own podcast, it was taking me 14 hours an episode to do everything. <laughs> And so I was doing one episode every like six weeks, you know, and you were putting out a podcast episode every day, which I still can't even imagine. Never <laughs> and it's, it, so that's a big one. I think that probably we're, we're producing like two dozen podcasts at this point for different people. And that means that the, the talent, you know, or the person who you, you, we want to make it so that you can do just the thing that only you can do. So that 5% of the work. And so you record it, 
put it in Dropbox, and then basically you're done. Not basically, you are done. And we can then take the file, we can do the audio editing, any music that needs to be done, custom graphics, posting it on a blog, show notes, transcriptions, social media, newsletters, everything. And it really soup to nuts. So that's a huge one for people because not only in that case, what I love about that is not only are we just simply making people's lives easier, but we're allowing possibly really helpful information to get out to the world that might not have been able to do that otherwise. So that feels really good. Yes. Well, I just want to mention um, for people, because I didn't mention this in the introduction, but one of the um, many businesses you have is you have a less doing uh, virtual assistant business. And I joined the Less Doing This a few months ago. And as the listeners know, I've been uh, working hard to get out an app and a membership site. And thank goodness for the Less Doing This because they've really taken the tech off my hands, especially I had some big tech issues that I really wouldn't have been able to resolve. Even when I hired a couple people on my own, I didn't really know it's not my specialty. I don't know what to look for. Well, when you, um, I'll link to all of this for those of you who may be interested. The less doing this are really like a personal assistant. It's a personal assistant for your business or a personal assistant for your life. So if you um, make a lot of appointments or maybe you have many children, their schedules, they, you can literally have a, an assistant help you with anything that you need help with. And um, so I, I think that because Ari and Nick together, who do the less doing virtual assistants, they um, really know what to look for. And if they don't have the answer, they have a whole team that can find the best resources for you. So this has been a huge um, boost to me. I've used it for my business. I haven't used it personally yet, but I plan to do that. And uh, so with that, though, can you tell me what um, an example, just on a personal level, with somebody who's really moved forward uh, using this less doing approach with yourself or maybe somebody you've worked with? Sure. I mean, so we do a number of things for people personally. Um, if you think about like a lot of household management stuff, so we actually can, even though we're virtual, we can arrange for in-person real life things. So keeping people's houses stocked with the foods that they like or meal delivery, um, arranging for errands to be done like dry cleaning or having a plumber come fix a sink. We can arrange for all those kinds of things. Uh, even, um, we've actually had several clients who use the VAs for accountability for their meals and their workouts. So they have a task where a VA will call them every single day and find out, you know, did they work out today? And, and they'll even record that information for them. So whatever the barrier is, we can remove that. It's a lot of fun too, because I think that um, for me, and that's one reason why I'm tracking is we don't realize how much time we waste trying to find the answer or waiting on hold. And so when you have a less doing assistant, it gives you your time back and you know that um, you're going to find a really good resource to help you with whatever you need help with, whether it's for your business or personally as well. Exactly. So, so can you tell us where we can find more about you you have a podcast and you actually have a second podcast too we have a second podcast launching actually on september 7th it's going to be so the, the podcast is the last doing podcast but the new one will be called optimized automated outsource and so the uh new one will just be me and my co-host and my partner nick sonnenberg 
talking about all the interesting uh, developments in productivity tech, new apps, new services, any new studies, and sort of like the things that are happening in our business that, that might be relevant to others. Yeah, that's great. So Ari's podcast is really great. It keep, he keeps you up to date on anything happening to optimize, automate, or outsource your life. And you can also find his book. I'll leave a link to that at the website. So if you go to sipandom.com. And our meditation theme this week is actually slow down. So we are going through some of the principles in your book to um, help us to slow down as we meditate and apply these principles to our own lives. And so you can find that. And also you can find Ari at it is the lessdoing.com. You can find find him there. Ari, thank you so much for uh, meeting with us. And as always, it's just inspirational to know um, what the potential is out there that I think we don't even explore. And as far as managing our time and our resources, you've really been uh, groundbreaking in this field. And thanks so much for all you do. Well, and thank you for all you do, because it really, it made uh, meditation actually accessible in my life. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll take care. So that is the interview with Ari Mizell. And I want to thank you so much for listening. But before you go, I want to mention to you that as we continue with this week's slowdown theme, slowdown is not about slacking off. It's actually about optimizing yourself enough so that you can slow down and do the things that you enjoy doing the most, spending time with your family, taking care of yourself. So many of us neglect ourselves because we're too busy and we often put ourselves last. So as you go throughout this week's series, please keep in mind that slow down is not cutting back on your work. It's not doing less. It's doing more actually of the things that make your life meaningful. And it's doing it in a smart way. And as Ari suggests in his book, it's a way to automate optimize and even outsource your life outsource it whether you have a personal assistant who's virtual or whether you outsource it by taking advantage of a lot of the free apps and resources that are easy to use but make a tremendous difference in your life. I think the most challenging part for me in the beginning was setting up these systems because I hadn't really considered doing this virtually. But once I set up the different ways that I would keep track of my work and the way that I would start working from this point onward and the way that I would keep track of how I care for myself and all the different areas of my own life that are meaningful to me, then I moved forward quickly. So in Ari's book, The Art of Less Doing, he has a wealth of resources and apps and how to use them and what they do. He gives real life examples of how this could work for you in your life. Because sometimes when you go over to the the website or app 
location and it will say, yeah, this will help you do this. And you think, oh, that's great. But then you think, well, how will I actually use that? How could I actually take advantage of that in my own life? And I really think that's Ari's strength is making this tangible for your everyday life. At least that's what it has meant to me. I've been doing this now for about a year and a half and it has been one of the biggest changes in my life recently. It's improved the way that I do pretty much everything. So that's why I wanted to interview Ari again and to share this with you. So I want to thank you so much for listening and I'll be sharing with you in the upcoming episodes of this series ways that I personally use some of what Ari shares in his book and how that can maybe make a difference in your life as well. You'll always have the meditations to help you slow down. So I congratulate you on your slow down journey. And as always, you are so worth slowing down for. <music>